right. Returning to our program after a, a fairly long hiatus is our own uh, Dr. Andy Jones. Are you there, Dr. Andy? I'm here, Dr. Doug. Good to talk to you again. It's good to have you back on. We need to talk about uh, movies and things, which I know is your, one of the things you enjoy very much. I'm a big movie fan. You know, my dad was a, uh, a movie critic throughout the 70s and the 80s in Washington, D.C., so I saw lots of movies growing up, and he instilled in me his uh, great love of cinema. So it's, it's nature and nurture. Absolutely, and it's, it's largely instinct. It's in, it's in the genes, really. It is. So uh, we want to have you handicap the upcoming Oscar uh, extravaganza here. Who, who's going to win? Well, I'll uh, tell you who's going to win the big one first, and that's Lord of the Rings. You know, this is a, a film that represents, what, almost an entire year of filming down in, uh, well, in a variety of places. Yeah. But um, especially in New Zealand. And uh, three films came out of it uh, with a, a cost of several hundred million dollars. Yeah. It was a good investment because this third film has now grossed worldwide over a billion dollars, the second film to do so after Titanic. Wow. And I think like Titanic, uh, this film will do, uh, Return of the King will do very well uh, on this coming Sunday, including Walk Away with, uh, Walking Away with Big Best Picture and Best Director. Okay. You don't, you don't see any hope for Seabiscuit. I don't. You know, Seabiscuit's a, a long shot, I guess, yeah. as she always was <laughs> in the early years. And uh, because it's, it's not quite big enough a film when up against Lord of the Rings or even a, uh, almost a Greek tragedy like Mystic River or a, uh, an arousing uh, adventure film such as uh, Master and Commander. Yeah. So I think against those three, Seabiscuit is definitely outgunned and uh, will neither win place nor show this year. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, give us give us your quick handicap then on, I guess, the major... Ca- People love this stuff. Who's going to win actor, actress? You know, all the talk uh, about best actor was all about Bill Murray. And I can see why, because he does a, a great job with Lost in Translation. But things are trickier now because Johnny Depp, of all people, just won the SAG Actors Award for Best Actor. And there's a a lot of talk that Sean Penn is actually going to show up to the Oscars. He's going to deign to appear this year. Uh And so the new talk is that Sean Penn will get it instead of Bill Murray. I'm a big fan of, of both those actors. I hope that Bill Murray gets it, but now I'm thinking that Sean Penn will probably win the Oscar. All right. And on the female side? Uh, Charlize Theron has it by uh, a landslide, I'd say. I'd be surprised if out of the five uh, people nominated, she didn't get about 60% of the vote because uh, people are just wowed by this particular performance in the film Monster. And I think that any time a beautiful woman transforms herself into a homely psycho killer, that uh, you know, Hollywood stands up and, and takes notice. It makes them think that they're they're not quite as shallow as they feel when they look in the mirror. Will she be wearing a fake nose like Nicole Kidman? I don't think so. <laughs> I think she's done with the prosthetics for a while. She wants to look good in a dress. And for a lot of people, fashion is almost as important as uh, as who wins. And I'm sure she will look very nice this coming Sunday afternoon at five. All right. Well, is the Fog of War going to win for best documentary? It should. It's my pick. It's, uh, you know, from everything I've read, it's a great film and also a, a very important film. Well, I, I saw it last week. I'm knocked out by it. I agree with Roger Ebert. It's a masterpiece, and I think we should all go see it in mass. 
I agree with you. Where is it showing, Doug? Tower. Tower Theater. So uh, I'll, I'll look for many of uh, the Radio Parallax <laughs> listeners at the Tower Theater, uh, perhaps the weekend after the Oscars. No, it's, it's a spectacular movie. It's, it's, so, it's interesting on so many levels. Let, let's go see it and talk about it on the show. I look forward to it. And we'll get Jerry, Gary Chu to come with us. I think that'll be a lot of fun. He's always good for uh, a laugh and some insight as well. Yes, he is. All right, well... Dr. Andy, thanks for the, the handicap. We'll see what happens next week, and we'll, and we'll come maybe come back and talk about the aftermath. I'd love to, and I'll remind all your listeners that they can have more of this sort of scintillating conversation <laughs> Wednesday afternoons at 5 on KDVS. Indeed they can. All righty. Take care now. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. We would like to point out also that uh, Dr. Andy has a profile appearing in uh, UC Davis's Dateline weekly newspaper, which you can uh, obtain uh, online, and uh, you ought to do so. You can find this article at www.news.ucdavis.edu. And we will surely address the issue of Mel Gibson's controversial latest film, The Passion of the Christ. We will talk about that at some length on uh, next week's program. Two final items on today's program. Uh, We would note that it was a good week, according to The Week magazine, for country music purists. When the family of Johnny Cash denied an advertising agency's claim that the classic Ring of Fire would be used to sell hemorrhoidal cream. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire, the ring of fire. Not turning that into a hemorrhoidal commercial, I think, shows there may yet be hope for civilization. And our last item for today's show, we should note that the practice of outsourcing hundreds of thousands of American jobs has come under fire of late. There's been allegations that these companies are using telecommunications technology to hide an offshore location of their services. This matter is politically charged because many government and private agencies are prohibited from going outside the U.S. with public documents or records which are sensitive, such as medical records. So, here now, to answer some of these concerns we have is a spokesman for the Alamo Devi Company, Mr. Tex McDaniel. Nice to have you here on Radio Parallax, Mr. McDaniel. Oh, I can assure you, the pleasure is mine. I am most happy to put your mind at ease about what we do. And what is it you do? We supply a well-trained workforce able to provide technical savvy which is priced in today's world of high-tech. And we do so at a low cost. Well, some say this is because you're using offshore labor. Oh, no, 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 my friend. I categorically challenge such statements. We are using only red-blooded American know-how. Well, how is it then you're able to cut costs so dramatically? Well, we have many, many people around here who are motivated. Quite simply, they wish to work. And where is around here, sir? We have offices in Amarillo, Fort Worth, and Texarkana. Texas? Deep in the heart of Texas, yes, sir. Really? I am viewing the Pecos River at this moment out the window. A beautiful water passage, I must say. Uh huh. Is this how you got the name Tex? You have got it, partner. Tex is my name, service, my game, so to speak. I personally am just an old cowhand from the Rio Grande. Pardon me if I yippee kai o kai e. So there's nothing to the rumors that companies like yours use cheap Asian employees 
and dodge U.S. labor laws. Partner, I would hate to go somewhere where I could not be roping and riding the range and having a jolly good time at the rodeo. Oh, are, those, are, those cow, are those cows we hear in the background, sir? Some of the finest Texas longhorns you have ever seen. As we say down here in the Lone Star State, hook them horns, baby. <laughs> the Texas longhorn. Quite a formidable beast. Having them hook you is most unpleasant, my friend. I can tell you this. Oh, there's one in the garden now. Get along, little doggy. Come along. Daddy. One moment, sweetheart. I'm on the radio interview. Go take the monkey out. Sorry. Text, is everything okay? No, please. Not too worry. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, thanks for coming on and clearing up this little matter about outsourcing. I am just as happy as a coonhound in a chicken shack to explain how red, white, and blue we are. Well, thanks again. My pleasure. I'm an old cow ham from the Rio Grande. But my legs ain't bowed and my cheeks ain't tanned. I'm a cowboy who never saw a cow, never rope to steer cause I don't know how. Sure ain't a fixin' to start in now. Oh, yippee-i-o, all right, we are out of time. We are thanks go to State Senator Tom McClintock, as well as Sacramento mayoral candidate Ross Rellis. We wish him well in, uh, the, in his campaign uh, to become governor on Tuesday. Our thanks also go to our own Dr. Andy Jones, who will be coming back uh, next week to follow up on today's interesting discussion. We'd also like to thank Mr. Tex McDaniel of the Alamo Devi Corporation, as well as Gilbert LeBreton of the Office of Spun Intelligence, part of the Office, the Department of Homeland Security. I'm Douglas Everett. Radio Parallax is produced by Edward McMillan. Stay tuned for Todd Urich, who's hard at work right now, pulling CDs for your listening pleasure. And after a show like today, where we deal with issues regarding elections, I think you may need to unwind a little bit and listen to Todd's offerings. I'm just an old cowhand. Oh, yeah, the best of being too hot for Uncle Fudd down from the Rio Grande. Oh, where the west is wild, all around the borderland. Where the buffalo roam around the zoo, and the engines run up a rug or two. And the old bar X is just a barbecue, yeah. Yippee-i-o-ki-yay, yippee-i-o-ki-yay. I'm a pioneer who began from scratch. I don't bat an eye in a shooting match. They don't call me Elmer, they call me Satch. Yippee-i-o-ki-yay, yippee-i-o-ki-yay. Whoa!